Today's episode is five ways to increase your sales with confidence and ease. Hello and welcome to the Successful, Sensitive and Intuitive Entrepreneur podcast. My name is Lydia Sophia Wilmsen and I am an intuitive success mentor for sensitive entrepreneurs. In this podcast, I speak about the challenges sensitive and intuitive entrepreneurs face. I offer you new perspectives and solutions, as well as experiences of other entrepreneurs. Plus, I speak about my personal experience of being a highly sensitive person who has successfully built and scaled two businesses. All of that with the goal to make you and your business even more successful in your very unique and authentic way. Have fun and enjoy. I came up with this episode because so many people struggle with selling. I have been there as well. And it is basically the core of your business. If you have no idea how to sell or if it is really a dread for you, if it is really not nice for you, yeah, you have work to do because you need to sell if you want to have a business. And it doesn't really matter if you're in the beginning stages of your business or if you're already advanced, because the thing is, you will always go to a next level or a next challenge. So it might get easier for you to sell at a certain price point, but then like just adding a zero in the end of your offers, it brings you into full on struggle mode again. So Like learning how to sell and how to do it with more confidence and more ease will always be on a plate as business owner. And especially for those people out there, like us sensitive people, us highly sensitive entrepreneurs, those who, who are or who see themselves as empaths, like for so long we have fallen into this trap that selling is bad and that you only should give for free. And it's actually more uh, an issue of basically of people pleasing. And you can overcome that, even as a highly sensitive person. You can most definitely overcome that. And today I want to go into five areas where you can increase your confidence in sales. Very easygoing. And you just pick something for yourself where you do you want to do the work. It doesn't help to just list to, listen to podcasts, like really make a commitment and pick one of the areas I'm going to mention today and change something up there. So the first one, let's directly start into it, is to be sold on yourself. Like you yourself are a big part of the puzzle and you need to be sold on yourself and on your offer. If this is not the case, how can you expect anyone else to buy from you? Like to buy from you or to buy your offer? Your business is an extension of you, yeah? You're not the same. It is different and it is still an extension of you. And this makes it so difficult for people to sell their own stuff. Like there are amazing salespeople out there who create millions in the bank through selling stuff of other people because it's not an extension of, their se of themselves. It's much easier. And when you then let them do selling for themselves, like for their own offer, for themselves basically, They suck at it because your own business, your own offers are an extension of yourself. And if you don't own yourself, if you don't fully believe in yourself, if you are not sold on yourself as the product, then this will basically trickle through everything you're doing. People will pick up on it. 
whatever crazy fancy sales strategy you use or scripts you use, it will, like your energy will transmit, people will pick up on it and they won't buy. Or the wrong people will buy. You know, you probably have experience with that as well. So the first thing is to really be sold on yourself and on your offer. And that means to do the inner work around all your beliefs of worthiness, limiting beliefs around, ah, am I enough? Okay, I'm not enough. Or my value is not good enough. Or what I, like, I'm not good enough at what I'm selling. Like, my my offer is not good enough. Because, like, if you're in the coaching industry, for example, my, the transformation I, I create for people is not good enough. Or my work is not good enough. Imposter syndrome, all those things which play into that part, like confidence and being sold on yourself, this needs to be worked on constantly. And this also makes it clear why it never ends. Because you will go to a different price point and you will still take your limiting beliefs with you. And some might show up only at higher levels. So it might be okay for you to sell something at 500 euros. But once you go to 5,000 euros or 50,000 euros or 5 million, then your limiting beliefs around worthiness, deserving, being good enough and all of that are being triggered. And this is also why I encourage people, by the way, to at some point, increase their prices because it's it's an amazing personal growth tool. You can really figure out what your limiting beliefs are through pricing your own stuff. Okay, so first part, first area of work for you to do is to be sold on yourself. Would you buy from yourself? That's always a really good question. Would you yourself buy from yourself or not? There you have your answer. And if you say no or like, mm, not really, if you need the validation of your clients, of your potential clients, so that you feel good about yourself and your offers, you still have work to do. You need to go all in first. Like you need to be sold on yourself first and then sign your clients for that new price point or that new offer. Or if you go into business for the first time, yeah, you still need to lead with your own conviction around yourself. The second point then is to have an amazing offer. Give great value. And you can calculate that in all areas. Usually, like most people I work with, they really uh, charge too little for their offer because they don't really believe in it. They think, okay, I just sell it for a little bit less because then people, I can still say, you know, it was so cheap. So if people, if, if it doesn't work for people or people, people are not happy with it, then at least they can't say anything because they basically didn't pay a lot of money. You know, very often this is the fear behind it. Like, what if my offer is not good enough? So I better price it like really on a really low level so that people can't complain afterwards. And for having an amazing offer, you need to, to showcase it with clarity and you have to follow the truth. So don't sell anything to people with false claims. Never, whatever it is, this is such a huge turnoff. Like if you remember buying a product and they told you the fridge, uh, whatever, can freeze things and then you buy the fridge and it can't. You know, what a turnoff is that? So stay with the truth always. And be like, have clarity in your offer. There is so much work to do. And I have been there. Oh my goodness. I have created offers which were so unclear and people just don't buy. If it is not clear to them in like just basically one 
one second they look at it and they understand what it is about, they won't buy because they want clarity. They don't want to sit there and figure it out for the next half hour. No, they want clarity and you have to give that to them. And you can calculate the, the value if you go through all other areas that your offer will benefit your clients or your customers. Usually if you sell them something in the transformation arena and the transformation area, but also if you have products like food or clothes or something like that, or art gallery, you know, I used to work for our art gallery. I helped build that business. There is usually a wider impact than just the material or physical value of that. For example, if you have beautiful art in your surroundings, you will enhance your life. You will enhance how you see yourself. Like it has to do with self-worth. It has to do with family, creating a nice atmosphere for yourself, creating a nice atmosphere for friends. Like the value is usually much bigger than the material value of what you're selling. And you have to calculate that in. Usually, like when I work with my clients, we really go through a process through calculating everything and putting it into, into the package. Not that you have to charge it, but you have to be aware of that. And it might be that you have to make your clients aware of that. So for example, if you, if you are in the coaching, um, coaching area and you sell business coaching, you have to know that through more ease in business, that will have an impact on every other area in the lives of your clients. And this will increase the value if you know that and if you can articulate that to the client. I know, for example, my coach share or one of my earlier coaches shared that with us. Her, because her business wasn't working properly, her marriage was about to, to break. She already had divorce papers on her table. And through working on her business, getting a business coach and working through that shit, she now is still together in this beautiful family and the divorce is off and, you know, they, they are happy, happily married ever after. So what do you think? Like, you can't even put a price on that. You can't even put a price tag on that, really. But if you are aware of that, that the transformation you offer your client is so much more and Sometimes the clients don't, don't know that. They don't think like that. They think like, oh, I have to pay 10,000 euros for that. Oh my goodness. What's the return of investment? They need to know all the other areas which are going to be impacted to fully understand the value of what you're, what you're offering. And you need to know that as well. You need to know it first. And then it will be much easier to fully own your amazing offer. So there is work for you to do to understand the real value you are giving and obviously create an offer that is amazing. Like I don't want you to sell crap. And usually my clients, <laughs> they don't sell crap. They have amazing offers. So what is the value you are giving? Is there clarity when you sell your offer? And are you speaking the, tr are you speaking the truth? Then the part number three is, like the first one was be sold on yourself. The second one was have an amazing offer. And the third one is to be sold on your price. Be sold on your price. Big one for sensitive entrepreneurs. And you have to understand that putting a price tag on that and even putting a high price tag on that is a form of commitment for you and for the client. So giving stuff for free is not helping anyone. Like many people say, oh, I love what I do and I would just love like to not want any money for that. I just want to give it for free. And you have to understand that you're not serving your clients if you do that. Because there has been, there has to be commit commitment from your clients. 
And usually in our society, that goes through money. Okay, if you live in a society where you pay with eggs and bread and stuff, then do it that way. But this is not the society I live in. So I speak from that society where we have money as an exchange, an exchange medium. So here it is money. That is why I deal in money. And you have to understand you're not serving anyone if you give it out for free because there is no skin in the game for your clients. There is no skin in the game. And you have to be sold on the price whatever level it is on. Again, otherwise people won't buy from you. If you can't own a high price, you will have to go back. You either work on owning that price. If you can't make it work now, there is progress to it. Like start at a different price level. And I will go deeper into that in a different episode. For now, you need to know you have to price the things so you, that you are fully committed. That means if you're not, like if the price is too low, you might get resentful with your customers and clients. This is a real big factor. You have to price your offers in a way that you can show up fully committed. This is your sweet spot where you are fully committed and you love the price. Like you love to show up 100% for your clients for that price. And at the other, on the other hand, that your clients are fully committed. I, I shared this also in a Facebook Live I did. I said, I once asked a client, I actually do this um, off, like more often. I asked them, is this a price? And I have, a high t- I have high ticket offers. I asked them, can you commit for that price? Because some of my clients, they make so much more money and they just they, they pay it out of their pocket. And I asked them if I have to put a higher price on there for them. Because it's not about the money I make. It is about the commitment for both sides, you know? So again, first one was to be sold on yourself. Second point was to be sold on your offer, have an amazing offer. And third one was to be sold on your price. Now, the fourth one is to be sold on your client, like know your client, know your soulmate client. With what kind of people do you love to work? And with those people, you will have beautiful boundaries. Like with those people you love to work, it will be amazing to work with. You can do a proper list of what are no-goes in clients, either in clients from before or in people you know, like what are proper things you really don't like? Write them down, write a list, and then write the positive list down. What is the opposite of all of that? And create a proper avatar I don't care if that person has kids or not and is 40 years or 60 years or whatever. I do a proper list around the characteristics of my clients and the basically the, the character traits. How do I want them to show up? Respectful. How do I want to like be on time? Be interested and, and invested in the process. Doing the work. Showing up reaching out to me. Like I have a list of those things and those are the clients I work with. And you know, through that clarity, through having that clarity for myself, I actually attract or call those clients in. Why like, what does this have to do with selling? Like selling to the right people is key. Selling to people you don't really like to work with, guess what? You will self-sabotage your success and it will not, or it will just not be fun. It might be that you are super successful with that, but you will dread every conversation with your clients. So it is key and it will increase your results because those people are longing for working with you. They are longing for buying buying from you. So this is why you need clarity in with whom or in, in, in your soulmate clients, in your soul aligned clients. 
And then last but not least, basically to be sold on the process, like how to sell. There are a million ways out there, a million strategies, and you have to craft and find your own. Usually that helps to have a coach on your side to work that out. What is your unique strategy? I have done a lot of marketing programs and in the end I crafted a, or I crafted several versions of, um, of processes and I do switch them up sometimes. Sometimes I change. Sometimes I have to go out of my comfort zone and do something that is not really how I want to do it. However, I need to do it because I know I need to get out of my comfort zone and get better in something that I didn't like before, for example. However, in the end, the process should be fun for you. It should be passionate for you. You should enjoy it. You should enjoy the conversations with the people you invite into your programs or into a buying from you. So really, key is to make it so that it's fun for you. Make it so that you enjoy the process. It doesn't matter what people out there do. It matters that you like the process. And yeah, it might mean to get out of your comfort zone. Like all those people who say, I just want to sit at home and have all those people come to me and just send me the money. I will, don't want to speak to speak to them ever. They just shall buy from me and then they, I deliver and that's it. Yeah, that has more to do with your fears and your limiting beliefs around your worthiness and that you can't handle the conversations with people or that you're not smart enough than with, than with actual sales issues. You really have to understand that. Like, so many of sensitive people say like, oh, I don't want to hop on sales calls or, and I have been there, or oh, I just, I don't want to reach out to people. Or if people reach out to me, I, I just want them to buy from me. I don't even want to talk to them or be in contact with them. Yeah, this has nothing to do with the process per se. This has to do with your own fears and limiting beliefs. And this is again, part number one, be sold on yourself and deal with your limiting beliefs and with your fears on whatever level. Like I had this issue for a long time. Mm, I just want people to buy from me. And I was aligning to a new level of avatar, to a new level of soulmate clients. And I was basically frightened of those soulmate clients of mine. Of course, I didn't want to talk of, uh, to them because I was in little girl energy. I wasn't like owning my over 30 years and my my success and all of that. And I was dropping into like a child part of myself. So it didn't have to do with, oh, I don't, I just want people to buy from me and never, I, I don't ever want to talk to them beforehand. No, it had to do with my own collapsing energy I had to deal with. And then it was fun. So now when I do my mindset mastery assessments, when I like, this is my free call, you can sign up for that. That's in, in I usually, I, I put it into my comments, I put it into my, um, I put it into my show notes. Now I love to hop on calls with people or to send them voice notes, to listen to their stories, to listen to what their struggles are. Because I own myself. I own my expertise. I, I own my expertise. I know the value, the amazing value of my offers. And this is why I can show up 100% on those calls with them. And I just love them because I can be a detective. I love to be a detective, to really listen closely and figure out what's going on. What is holding them back? And then I love to be honest. I tell them honestly what's going on, what I can feel, what I, I can feel in their energy, what I can feel in, in their words, what I can hear in their words, what they are saying, what they are not saying. And obviously I ask for it in the beginning. I ask them, are you open for being coached by me on this call? Are you open for my honest answers? 
And if I and I get a yes for that, and then I have all the right and all the freedom to share openly what I can feel, see, and hear going on. And I love that. I love every single one of those conversations. And then I love to convert them into clients if it is a yes, if there is a yes on both sides. Because sometimes there are people who are not aligned, who are not at the right stage yet, who struggle with things where I'm not the right mentor anymore. I don't do marketing stuff. Yes, I do strategy from a mindset perspective, from an alignment perspective, but I don't um, teach you how to whatever post on Instagram or stuff. So if people want that, I'm not the right person for them and they will get a no from me. And sometimes people are not at the right stage yet. Their fears are bigger than their willingness to, to take risks or their, their comfort zone is stronger. They need their comfort zone still and can't risk to go, go out of it. And then I'm, I'm not a right match for them right now. And that's fine. They either come back later or they find someone else. It doesn't matter. What matters is that I enjoy the process of talking to all of them. And it might be that you have a different process. Also, especially if you don't sell a transformative service as I do, and you might sell art, but that, you know, you might sell art, you may, might sell, sell catering services, you might sell anything around clothes, around real, invest, real estate. It might be that, you, that the process looks different than mine. However, you need to love the process and you need to be a hell yes for your own unique process. Okay, so this is more like this episode is more of an overview over the different areas where you can increase your confidence in selling. And I will go a little bit deeper into every area of that in the coming weeks in different podcast episodes. So let me quickly summarize. The first from the five different steps or five different ways was to be sold on yourself. The second one, to be sold on your offer, on your amazing offer full of value. The third one was to be sold on your price, big one. And the fourth is to be sold on your clients, to be sold on the type of clients you want to call in and only sell to those. And the fifth one is to be sold on the process, on your sales process, from the beginning to the end, from lead generation through towards signing up the client and basically creating an amazing atmosphere for them to work with you or to have the, the package delivered of whatever they bought from you. Okay, that's it for now. And I, as I said, I will go deeper into every area of those. And I hope you got great value from those already. And really what I said in the beginning, commit to sit down and check on every area and take one step. Look at what is the area where you can have the biggest increase. Like what is the area you are struggling with the most and make a change there. Just one change. You don't have to change everything. Just take one step today. And if you're ready to talk to me, if you want to go deeper into your issues and help me be your detective, basically, as I explained before, sign up for a free Mindset Mastery Assessment with me. You will find the link in the show notes. Much love to you and until the next episode. Did you like this podcast episode? Then I would be super, super grateful if you gave me a five-star rating and review on iTunes. Super helpful. And please subscribe to the podcast and share it with people who you know can benefit from it. You can find all links to my social media profiles, my website and contact form in the show notes. And whenever you're ready to take a next step, and that means you want to live a life of more on all levels, 
then send me a message with where you want to go and what is keeping you where you are, like what keeps you stuck at the moment. And then I'll get back to you as soon as possible. Thank you for listening and until the next episode, much love to you, Lydia. <laughs>